Well, welcome everyone. A very special show. It's episode 150. Yes, we Whoa. made it. And uh, <laughs> just a big thank you to everybody out there that's been very loyal and supported the podcast up till now. You know, couldn't have done it without you. So today I have a very, very special show. My good friend and digital marketer extraordinaire, Raz Khan, is here. And we're going to be wow. chatting about the seven digital marketing trends you should be excited about in 2021. How are you doing, Raz? I'm doing well, thank you. How are you going, Darren? Very well, very well, sir. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for the opportunity. Now, uh, all the fantastic loyal audience out there, who is Raz? Raz is the CEO of the Fusion brand. He believes the biggest challenge for companies is that they tend to attract the wrong type of clients. They do this because they're focused on building revenue. The truth is they would be much better off finding clients who appreciate and value them for who they are rather than what they do. These are the customers who pay you for what you're worth, refer you new business, and who now love working with you. Now, Brass has built the Fusion brand over the last 15 years with a purpose to connect his clients with their ideal customers and put an end to their sleepless nights. He does this through the creation of customer-centric websites, message-driven digital marketing strategies, and social media marketing. Raz works mainly with those within the professional services category. This includes coaches, accountants, lawyers, consultants, and anyone selling a service. Raz believes his agency success is owed to himself working in these industries for most of his career. He believes if you're not using some form of digital marketing in your business today, you are definitely behind the eight ball. So true, Raz. I couldn't agree with you more. Absolutely. You know, being an ex-accountant there, um, you know, we, we look at the trial balance and we would look at your debtors, your creditors, you know, your assets. But nowadays, the line item has to be in there somewhere in your expenses is marketing. 100%. You know, it's, and technically, it's not an expense, actually. It's actually a profit, per se, if you look Definitely. at it that way. Definitely. And good, yeah, good so, point. Yeah. Like every, I always say to, to everybody, a lot of the time, people tend to cut their marketing budget before they cut anything else. I'm saying, are you crazy? Should be the other yeah. way around. Yeah. I mean, we deal with a lot, nowadays we're dealing a lot more with startups and the very, the one thing when every meeting I've been to, the one thing I've said is it's great having a fantastic product. It's great having a great team that's put the product together. But at the end of the day, if no one knows you exist, all you've got is a great product. That's so right. marketing should be the forefront of your business right now. You know, Absolutely. you get it in front and, and uh, you know, you probably heard the comment, fake it till you make it. Well, it's the same in marketing, you know, get it out to market before you've built it. Yep. Because Mark will tell you whether you get your investment is viable or not. Yep. So true. So true. And obviously you've been doing this for quite some time. Why do you love marketing so much? Well, you know, if you look at my, um, my history, Darren, you know, the history as well is I started out as an accountant. So, you know, I'm, I, I'm a numbers guy. I ended up writing code as a developer, ended up becoming a, you know, a accredited project manager within the IT business, within application development industry traveled overseas, you know, doing the same sort of stuff. And I realized everywhere I went, I was actually selling something. Mm -hmm. If I was a project manager, I was selling to the executive committee. If I was working as a developer, I was on selling and learning from the people that required the applications. And so it looked like it was a two-way stream. And I realized, you know what, why everything that I've learned is actually just marketing. Yep. And in today's industry, becoming coming from an IT technical background, digital marketing was just a forte. It was just a, an obvious choice for me. Yep. You know, I, I've learned everything I've learned. I've now put it into my own business. And as I said, the last 15 years has just been incredible. If, if you really want to know my age without the gray hairs that are showing at the moment, <laughs> I, I tell people I started in the industry, in the web design industry, when there were 16 colors. And now there's 256,000 wow. colors to play oh with. Oh, my God. You know, so I mean, I'm, I'm embarrassed to show you my first few websites that we built, you know, <laughs> <laughs> but it, you know what, it brings me onto something that I, I say this a lot on LinkedIn and I talk a lot about this and I go, there, there is only one certainty in life and work and that is change is inevitable. Yep. You know, and then today that I think what, that's what we're going to talk about is, you know, 2021, what should I be excited about? You know, with it, especially with, as you know, with the COVID, um, a lot of people basically jumped on to digital. Yeah. Um, 
and I, I don't know if you know you want me to get started here, Darren. I, I'll get started here. But yeah, I might actually. I'll ask you a quick question on this because it's a great lead-in, great preface to hit what me. we're going to talk about. Like you mentioned right. before, and you know, last year obviously was a great time. A lot of people jumped on the social media, digital media marketing bandwagon. Yeah. So now I feel that we're almost in social media 2.0 because we have mm. to be better than what happened mm. last year because it's so noisy. Mm. So how mm. do we stand out these days? So that's the kind of thing I wanted to drive you to talk about today as well. Okay, okay. That's, and that's good because uh, there's two things going on and that is one, you know, that the market is saturated. Yeah, and so, so saturated. one of the things, you know, what what my business one of the reasons that our success is owed to is the fact that we like being disruptive yep. we don't like to follow the norm and you know me Dan. you know me quite a while that oh, i've never followed the norm yep. <laughs> so but the, but there's a second component that's also hitting the marketplace and that is basically built around that the products or the, the platforms that you're using to market yourself have also changed i mean since uh, the new iOS 14's come on about, I don't know if you're aware, the new um, Apple iOS 14 is now allowing users to opt in or out whether they want to have their data shared for that's other right. platforms to that's use. A, that's a big game changer. That's a massive game changer. I mean, I, th I don't think for market, I know like I have this conversation all the time with other marketers who go, oh no, it's gonna be tough. And I go, no, it's not tough. It's, what it does is it gives us an opportunity to look at it differently and find opportunities that weren't there before. In other words, we just got to work harder for our money. That's it. Yeah, yeah. You know, the, I mean, I actually wrote a blog recently. It's the seven things you, you can do right now to overcome the iOS 14 restrictions. Wow. But, but let's go into this. The iOS 14s come in and they've said that we're going to do this. Google, as you know, may have come in now and they've opened up a, something called GA4, a new right. way of doing the analytics. And Facebook have now come in and added even more restrictions because of the iOS 14 changes. Now, you, you know, if you haven't already, go verify your domain through the Facebook business manager, okay? Right. And then they've also put a lot of restrictions on, especially for e-com websites, you know, people who are selling products. You can only have a limited number of events that you can actually target in your ad campaigns. Mm -hmm. So, so what, as I said, I'll come back to what I said, change is inevitable. But at the end of the day, it comes down to how do you react to that change yeah. and how do you minimize disruption from that change? So true. You know, so true. And, and it's what you were saying earlier is that because the market is saturated and because there's a lot more restrictions, we have to think a little bit differently. And so this year, this time around, I know you asked me for, you know, the seven, I think uh, well, you asked me. Yeah, we got the seven the digital seven. marketing trends for this year. Okay. And I was going to go through the different marketing trends, such as, you know, a lot of people talk to you about voice, you know, that voice is going to be the number one search capability within Google. I was going to talk to you about podcast, how it's going to play a different role in the future. I was going to go through all these, you know, YouTube channels, how, you know, it's, it's imperative business out there, but I'm not going to do that. I want to take a different approach altogether to this. So I want to talk about, you know, what can you do right now that is not going to cause much disruption in your business, but it will help you in 2021. Right. And I'm going to start with something very simple. And that is something a lot of, because we deal with a lot of professional service businesses, they don't do a lot of this stuff. And what, it's content marketing. No matter what's happening, content marketing will still work. Yep. Okay. Because content marketing is built around SEO. People will always be searching for certain things. Yes. And so if anything, 2021, you need to slow down a bit and say, okay, we got to start building a content marketing strategy. Mm -hmm. We got to start to go out to market and actually showcase that we are subject experts nice, in nice. our product or service that we're offering. Nice, nice. Okay. Now I'm going to take it to the next level. I'm actually going to flow you through the sales funnel and simple things, content marketing. And then straight after that, you've got email marketing. Okay. Now email marketing doesn't require you to have, a paid um, campaign service. You can just do email marketing based around people who come to your website, based around people, you know, I mean, obviously they got to register with you and I'll explain that in a minute, but it, it doesn't require you to go out and pay for um, leads. It's all organic. And with email marketing, the beauty is, uh, see, one of the things I always say is that we suffer from what's called shiny object syndrome. Mm -hmm. Okay, and which means that you know you can you can send me an email one and I go you know what you're spot on that's exactly what I need for my business, but then I'm getting forty other emails on that day and I've forgotten about you. That's right. So if you have an email marketing strategy where you're driving me 
to make a decision, that's a different story altogether. That's you're in front of me. So you're always there. And I feel like, you know what, I think I might go with you because you've answered a lot of my challenging questions that I've been thinking about the last couple of weeks. But here's a quick question. I mean, a lot of people might be thinking like I am, does email marketing really work anymore? Okay, so let me take you to the next step. Okay, which comes in handy. What's happened now is, as you know, is we don't want, you know, if when you go shopping and you're looking for a suit, you don't want somebody coming up saying, hey, check out these shoes, have a look at these socks, have a look at these ties. Yeah, you, the belt. you want exactly, you want someone to say, there are these different types of suits. Which one are you interested in? Is there a particular color? And that's called what we refer to in digital marketing, it's called customer segmentation. I want a more personal email. And this is, and to give you an example, you know, we did this for um, a law firm recently where basically there's commercial law and then you, you've got somebody who's inter interested in leases in particular. Mm -hmm. And so what we did was we, when somebody went to a particular page on a website, we said, okay, aha, we know you're interested in commercial law. Otherwise you wouldn't have come to this page. So we send you, once we say to you, we obviously, I'll come back to you in a minute about lead magnets later on, but we, we, opt, we allow you to want to opt in and give us your name and email address. Once you've done that, we're going to send you emails that are dedicated to the subject matter that you're interested in. They're, they're relevant. They're relevant to me. Yep. I'm in, I, I don't care about commercial law. All yep. I care about is finance law. Yep. So I want information about finance law and I want valued information about finance law. Gotcha. So in other words, what we're doing is we, we're saying to you, you know what, we've got all these suits, but let me show you which suit would suit you. Yep. Let me show you some of the problems with some of these suits and, you know, whether it be a two cuts on the back of the, the jacket or one cut on the back, yep. let me tell you what the difference is. Let me tell you different cuts on their suits, et cetera, et cetera. So you're helping me not only determine that, you know, you know your staff, but you're also allowing me to make a decision along that journey. Nice. Okay. okay. So that, to answer your question, yes, email marketing works, but the biggest problem people have is they don't have a strategy. Mm -hmm. And that's where customer segmentation. spray and pray versus targeted oh, it's, relevant content. Absolutely, absolutely. And then they wonder why nobody, op I mean, there's another, and I'll go through this later on, is that nobody actually looks at the data, mm -hmm. what's working, what's not working. But like I said to you, you've got content now, the content you can drive through and you can actually link your content as you're doing it into your email marketing. Yep. And then if you're very smart about it, you can use the customer segmentation to drive that content to what people actually want, as opposed to what you think they want, gotcha. based on what they've done in the previously. Yep. Okay. So this stuff is all very highly strategic. That's why you really need to speak to someone in an agency that does this stuff day in, day out. It's Absolute. not something that mum and pop, you know, mum and pop shop can do on their own. It's too hard. No, no. Well, this brings me on to something, you know, the next step, which is, you know, so far we've dealt with content marketing, email marketing, customer segmentation. I'm three down. I'm going to hit number four. And that is basically, you don't have time, do you? You don't have time to do email marketing. You don't have time to put content together. You don't have time to even like, let's talk about social media. I mean, you, you know, you have, do you, do you have time to put it on Facebook, link it to your blog? Do you have time to put it on Instagram? So one of the things that I talk about, or one of the things that our agency does is we talk about repurposing. Mm -hmm. And that is a repurposing strategy where you're not spending endless amount of time doing something and then saying, oh, now I've got to do this, now I've got to do this. And then before you know it, you cannot do your own business because you're so busy trying to stay in front of this whole digital marketing stuff 100%, that's going on. 100%. You know? So we talk about repurposing where you can take one video, convert it to a blog, convert it to a Twitter, convert it to um, a Facebook feed, convert yep. it to, you know, so, or you can go the other way. And something that's really popular nowadays, and Darren, you do a lot of this is video, mm -hmm. because as you know, in the future, video search is going to be important. But yep. we show you in a repurposing strategy how you can take a video, convert it to a blog, convert it to a feed, yep. convert it to a video within Facebook, yep. convert it to even LinkedIn, depending if you're B2B or B2C, yep. um, you know, you've got that. And then what you do is we, there's so many products out there today. It's incredible. You know, they've made your life a lot easier, but you would then go and set up some scheduling. So you can schedule all this. You dedicate one day a week, schedule everything. You're done for the week. Yep. Just walk away and continue for the next five or seven days or six days that you have. Um, in your own business, yep, so you know. True. So, true. So, so obviously, 
having all this done now you you know you're not suffering from anxiety because you're like okay I've, you know i can do all this in one day i'm ready to go but i'm still trying to get behind the eight ball how do i get you know i'm, I'm still people aren't coming to me so i'm going to touch on something that a lot of people don't take into account and that is what's referred to we refer to as google core web vitals right what they are is google saying from now is saying is not only are we interested in seo but you know we, we want to help the users find what they're looking for but we want them to find it quickly so your page speed load is important right. we want them to be able to find it on a mobile or a tablet or a desktop without losing the content so Google will look at your mobile optimization, mm -hmm. you know, and then also the content within the actual search, which is like, you know, nowadays, as you know, people are doing a lot of voice um, searches. Where is the, where is the nearest yoga um, place? Where, where mm -hmm. can I buy this in close to me right now? Yep. So this is referred to as long tail keywords, as opposed to short tail keywords. A lot of people would sort of jump and go for, you know, short tail keywords. These are the keywords in my industry. Therefore, if people are searching for this, then I want to come, I want to pop up on the page. Mm -hmm. But as, as you and I just discussed earlier with iOS 14 coming on board, we don't know what, you know, what people, who's there, where they're located, what they're searching for. So what we could what best we do is- What to search for? What, what they're going to Are we allowed to, to exactly. For, et cetera, et cetera. Whereas long tail keywords, we're always going to be asking questions. Mm. And, and this is a concept within, uh, if people who know Google, Google ads and how Google SEO works is, it's called a push as opposed to a pull. Uh -huh. So we, we're not sort of going by who you are, where you're located and what you're looking for. We go in the other direction. We, we know you're on that page. You've asked that question. So we'll send you information to you. Gotcha. Okay. So that's a new way of doing things. And that's something that you have to start thinking about. I'll take it one step further, just, you know, so you're aware now, I don't know if you've been to a page and you've gone, you know, how do I podcast? Where, how do I start a podcast? That's, that's referred to as long tail keyword, but the beauty is it's this new concept called Google feature snippets. Right. So you, I don't know if you've seen that when you do a search, you'll see something pop up in the top and says, number one, do this, number two, do this, number three, do this, number four, do this. And you're like, that's great. You know, rather than searching for a website that will have that information for you. So it's, so, it's kind of collating that and popping it up for you. Well, no, no, you set it up, you set it up ah, in your business. So you actually set it up as a snippet. Oh. So that when Google does a search, it says, hang on, you're the best person I can go to because you've already got it outlined as a oh, snippet. Oh, very cool. Okay. I knew that. No. So, and what it does is it makes you, people jump onto your website, which will then make you a subject expert in that area. Yep. Okay. Now I'm going to throw something out there, which a lot of people don't do as well, which I think 2021 is just a no brainer because you've stopped the marketing and people sort of saying, hang on, no, I don't, I don't want um, you looking at my marketing data. What you can do though, is if somebody has jumped onto your website, you can do a retargeting to them because they've actually jumped on your website yep. and promote yourself to them directly. Gotcha. Okay, so you can turn around now. And so the objective here is all these things you're doing, you're driving them back to your website so that they're onto your website and then you shoot through a sales back to them to say, hey guys, now that you've come over here, we know what you're interested in. You might be interested in this as well. Gotcha. And that's what okay. they call what look-alike audiences and look-alike audiences. And yeah. It's all to so do with the Facebook, Facebook pixel and all that kind of stuff. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, I can go through that if you want me to. Oh, but yeah, it does get comp. Well, actually, I will go through that a little bit later on. You know, when we talk about some of the other stuff. So, awesome. what I'm coming to here is that I've gone through seven things that you really need to look forward to. Actually, I've gone through six. You know, the seventh one, and, and as you know, I, I'm a bit disruptive. I don't know if you've heard about Clubhouse. Yes. You know, um, yep, I like Clubhouse. Um, yep. Okay, great. You've, oh, I think you would do quite well, Darren. I mean, you're, you're, you are a subject expert and very entertaining to listen to. Clubhouse is for people like you. Okay. But where I'm going with this, there's Clubhouse. Do you remember when TikTok came on board? Yep. When Reels came on board? And yep. I, I don't even know if you were aware, but LinkedIn has their own Reels version. Yeah. You know, they have their own version where you, you've been given 20 seconds only on a mobile to be able to do a quick chat, That's right. you know, which, and, and these sort of things are new platforms and people come to me and they go, should I be on the new platform? Why not? 
what, what have you got to lose by not being on those platforms? Some of them work, some of them don't. And obviously it's dependent on who you're targeting. But the real thing next year, you're going to see in 2021, I think you should be excited about is all the new platforms that are going to come on board. They're going to offer some distinct feature within their software packages that don't question it, just do it. Just do it. You know, doesn't, doesn't you don't know where it's going to go. At a certain point, then you run out of time. Well, you go back to my point forward, the repurposing strategy. Okay. Now think about this, right? So Clubhouse, definitely. Clubhouse, you have to be there to do it. You have to be live. And it does, it is exhausting and it does take a lot out of you. And currently at the moment, it's only available for iPhones. Right. And it's not available for Android. Oh, is that right? in, in saying this though, in saying this, today it's about standing out from the crowds. Yeah. And today, you know, like I said, the repurposing strategy, you can still work through to save yourself time, but there's some of the newer products that are coming out at the moment, they are making you stand out from your competition. Like for instance, a lot of people, you, you, you obviously don't, you deal a lot with social media. The first thing people think about social media is LinkedIn, yeah. uh, Facebook, Instagram, Instagram Live, Instagram TV. But then have you ever gone down to the level of, there's a lot of users on Reddit. There's a lot of users on Quora. There's a lot of users. There are a lot of businesses who are taking their business really big on Pinterest. Yeah, Pinterest is a big you know, one lately. Yep. Pinterest in 2021 is to keep an eye out for, yep, yep. depending on the type of business or product service you're offering. Perfect, perfect. Yeah. So, I mean, it kind of brings me to my next question. You know, these are all the great things to do this year and the things we have to get on top of to stay relevant and, and be different. What are the seven things or a number of things that people are doing wrong right now? That's it. So, and this is where it gets really interesting because some of these are, are obvious, but not obvious to us when we first do it. And I'm going to try and take a similar approach to the way I did the, the seven things to be excited about. And that is, I'm going to go through the sales funnel. I, I think 2021, one of the biggest things that's going to come out of there is data. Mm -hmm. Like last year, it was all about getting, growing your list. This year, I think it's all about actually understanding the data. Mm -hmm. And that's where the biggest drop, the biggest ball that, most businesses drop, they go out there and they will do Facebook ads, but they don't understand how to read the data. They don't understand what ad sets are working, who's the audience that it's actually they're engaging with. So they don't understand, you know, that like we have, we had a client who said, you know, I, I've just been to a workshop and, you know, my click through rate should be 2.8. And we go, that's fine. In Facebook, we'll do the ad objective will be traffic. And obviously we can margin ourselves in traffic and the objective of Facebook ads for traffic is to bring as many people as you can to that particular landing right. page. So then your percentage Therefore, will be higher, but, but exactly. those people aren't the people but that are likely to actually buy anything. Convert, exactly. They're not the convert types. But if you've asked us to do that, we'll do that for you. Mm -hmm. But we, we, we sit down with the clients, we go, listen, that's great. People are aware of you. If you're new to the business, absolutely. People are aware of you now but you're after conversions at the end of the day. You want them to convert or buy your product or service you're offering. And that the percentage click-through rate could be anywhere, you know, 1%, one to 1.2%. So, you know, people don't know how to read data. They, they go in and they talk to other people and they misinform, they come back and they think that's the way it should be. So one of the core things we do is even trying to, trying to find out who your customer is. You know, you, Facebook actually gives you that data through Facebook Insights. Google will give you that data, you know, the basics data of whether if you're trying to, you feel like, you know, you've got an audience, like we've got a client at the moment and he said to us, you know, most of my audience are female. Mm -hmm. And then we went to the data, we did some ads and then we just looked at the Google Analytics and we said, it's actually 50-50. You've got just as many males as you have females. And that impacted our ad because we, we targeted our ad with the main image towards females. Yeah. So we lost half of the market that was actually engaged in his business. Fascinating. Yep. You know, um, the other thing I see a lot of people doing is, you know, that they, they will, they'll get this prompt on Facebook, they'll say, boost your ads. Mm -hmm. And they'll click on, yeah, we want to boost your ads. Again, Facebook's objective is not just to help you get out your brand name out there, but also to spend your money because they are a business. That's right. Boosting your ad won't do much. If you are going to boost your ads, if you are, sorry, again, boost your post, then one of the things I recommend is look at the engagement, which post had better engagement. Because I, I've got another client who's basically, they did spend a lot of money in boosting 
and they go, it's not working. And when I looked at the insights of the Facebook, we were saying basically there was no engagement or there was engagement in one or two of the posts. And we said, why didn't you use these posts instead? Because people were engaged. And they said, well, gotcha. we didn't even know the data existed. Gotcha. You know? and when you boost posts, just for people out there, I'm assuming that the difference is when you put proper ads together with the ads manager compared to when you boost posts, is that as we were talking about earlier, when you boost posts, you can't target the right people that are going Spot to convert. On. When you Spot do the on. other, when you do it the other way, you can target the people that are more likely to convert. And, and this is something that I talk to all staffs about. I go, you want to be in front of people who actually want your product. It's, it's one of our core beliefs in our business is that we put you in front of people who actually want what you're offering. Yep. You know, and you're not going to be able to do that through a boost. Your boost is just throwing something out there and hoping something sticks. Whereas, you know, Facebook ads, you're actually going to spend similar amount of money but you're putting in front of people who are interested. Yep. So it's a no-brainer. Yep. Exactly. It's a no-brainer. So number one I find is next year you're going to see data is important. You need to understand how data works. Number two, here's where a lot of people mess up as well, is the right message. Mm -hmm. Now, they don't get the right message to market. What happens is, for instance, you know, if you're dealing with the – let's look at an, an example here. You know, if you – if you're dealing with fitness, right, and you're dealing with exercise and you're also dealing with food, and so you're dealing, you're cross-training between food and exercise, people aren't getting the message right. They don't understand because there's a mix of messages going on. It's not, uh, it's not clear enough. It's, it's, it's not, not consistent. consistent. It's, not consistent. It's, not, it, it, it's not consistent for them. So yeah. the message gets lost and blurred and they go, well, you haven't zoned into that one message or one challenge that I'm interested in mm -hmm. because, you know, you, you say to me exercise is important, but my problem is eating. You say to me eating is important, but my problem is exercise. Gotcha. Whereas if you get a zone in to those people who, you know, in, as you said, you can target them. People are more interested in eating habits and changing their mindsets around eating. Different approach to the people who are more about, well, I need to exercise, I need to bulk up. Different yeah. approach. Gotcha. Okay. The other thing, now the next thing people do, so let's say they get their message right. Let's say they know their data, they get their message right. They then, what happens is they mismatch the audience to what they're offering. As mm -hmm. you know, in any digital marketing, in order to entice someone, you have to offer them something which you refer to as a lead magnet. You know, Now, what if your lead magnet doesn't match who you're targeting? So for instance, if you're, um, let's say you're a business person, and, uh, you know, you're, you're trying to offer them, um, let's say, gym service. Yep. But their, their mentality is that we're after accounting services, you know. <laughs> yeah. or, or, or better still, you know, what we dealt with this with an accountant recently where, you know, we offered, what we did was the audience there, they wanted to go out to everybody in their um, audience listing and offer them self-managed super funds, an e-book on self-managed super funds, seven steps on how to set it up. Gotcha. Okay. And we said, well, it's a mixed match. You, you, there's audiences out there who don't want a self-managed super fund or are comfortable because they're working for an employer and they've already got the super fund managed. So why do you want to waste money on those people? And what happens is that audience says, well, okay, well, you must specialize in self-managed super funds. You're not the accountant for me. Mm -hmm. Now, the only way, again, this is something that's imperative, which we do so much and we tell people, Everything we do, we go, you have to give us six weeks. And that is we test. It's test, test, test. We test, test to find out who your audience is. Right. We test to make sure, are they getting the right message? We test to, and, and this is something a lot of people don't do. They'll go out and they'll do a Facebook ad, let's say. They'll do a Facebook ad. They'll do it for about four weeks. They'll spend a bit of money and they'll go, it didn't work. Mm -hmm. No, because you didn't test your audience. You didn't test your ad set. You didn't test the ads. We, we actually have a whole process where we test the images we test the ad copy you can have a, a small ad a medium ad and a large ad copy wow. we test the actual headlines we put it to a headline analyzer we test you know we go through every single test till we have a winner and we go in six and here's the second here's the other thing with facebook you've got a lot of people go well you know facebook uh, has uh, um, ai built into it that's right but if you understand ai Facebook needs machine learning to do the AI. In other words, Facebook needs data to say, now I know who's actually interested in what you're offering. And that's why when people give up too early after four weeks, you haven't given Facebook enough time to understand 
who is interested in what you're offering. Gotcha. And so when they shut it down, it's their loss because they've spent that money that they could have just extended out for another two to three weeks and they would have seen a return through Facebook. Gotcha. So in other words, it's better to spend a bit of time up front doing yeah. the testing, making sure you collate all the proper data. And then yeah. once you've found the winner, you can run it for a year or six months. But exactly. you need to be able to give it time up front. Exactly, exactly. Now, here's something I'm going to throw in there um, for you, Darren, because, you know, you, know you, bought, you bought the whole concept earlier on about, well, that's a lot to do mm. and there's not a lot of time to do it in. So here's something that I, I'm finding now, and, and I went through this when I first started my business and uh, I now completely turned this around, is you don't have the time to do everything within the 24 hours, not just that, but you don't even, you, there are some gaps in your knowledge. Sure. So one of the things that I always tell businesses, if you want to grow and become a scalable business, you have to start thinking about outsourcing outsourcing some of the stuff repetitive tasks you do outsourcing some of the gaps you have in your own knowledge base because what people don't do is they go well this is going to cost me x amount of dollars yes but that means that you're not valuing yourself because if you're going to take eight hours to do something where someone could take two hours to do it instead and do it why better. would you not and do it better and can they do it every day like you know right. like if, if i'm going to go change and, and i know i'm going to sound like a bad male here but if i'm going to go change my oil in my car i'll go to a mechanic why yeah. he does it every day he yeah. does it with different cars he knows what oil it takes he knows how much to you know whereas for me okay i'll jump on youtube for a while <laughs> it's embarrassing <laughs> i will jump on youtube and i'll try and figure out how to do it myself but why why yeah. do it when in those two hours he's actually doing the oil change i'm on a, i'm on the phone picking up business where i'm not just covering his two hours but i'm covering an extra two hours myself 100%. at the same time your time is worth more in the things that yeah. you're an expert in than the things you're not absolutely and then this is something i ask all business owners to do is is pay yourself first Pay yourself and, you know, profit first is obviously this is uh, Michael's uh, comment there on profit first. If you've never read that book, it's brilliant. But should pay yourself first or put a value against your hourly rate so that when you do something, you realize how much money you've spent doing it without going to a professional. Okay. So that when you do get a quote from somebody, you realize, you know what, they're actually worth the money because yeah. it would have cost me X amount of dollars if I did it myself. So true. I love that. I've always been a big believer in that. And uh, you just got to know who to outsource to and, you know, do your research. But I think it's really important. Absolutely. And, and you know what, at the end of the day, and we've been through this at the end of the day, now, luckily, I have a team who do a lot of the work. But back in the old days, when we were outsourcing some of the some of the tasks, it, it, it's a, um, you, you don't know, you know, you're going to make mistakes. Yeah. You're going to like, we, we dealt with a lot of different organizations, a lot of different people. You know, and you know there was, there, there was it didn't work out 100% first time round. So don't think like like this is the other thing I see a lot of people doing is that they'll go and outsource and then they'll go it doesn't work. Yeah. I wasted money. Yeah. Well, yes, it, it didn't work then. Go after, try it again. Try it for a different organisation. Talk to the actual, and that's the other thing. Talk to the actual owners of the business because that they don't do that. They just go, no, nope, I'm going to cancel. I'm out. I'm done. Mm -hmm. Yep. So true. Yeah. So true. Now part of that outsourcing as well is. You know, one of the things that I have learned is if you don't outsource and you try and do it yourself, you will not come across authentic. Now, 2021, I promise you, will be a year where people want you to be authentic. You know, you, you've probably seen a few of these emails come through where, you know, marketers have sent you an email saying, I want to apologize, you know, we messed up here. And people like those emails because you're being authentic. Even on the video, there's a, it's actually a video and I'm trying to remember the person, she, she's a great person. And she would get onto the video, she would put makeup on, you know, she, she'd be dressed up and she'd do her YouTube videos. But then one day she said, you know what, that's not me. And so that one day she came, showered, didn't brush, brush her hair, just came down, sat down in relaxed clothes and, and that video went viral, why? Mm -hmm. It went viral, not because of people like, wow, I can't believe you did this. It went viral because people said, you're still providing us with value. And we want to show you that what you, we don't care what you look like. What we want is the information you're giving us. That's right. You know, so 
one of the things that you'll see in 2021 is you'll see a lot of people who are doing uh, bad videos, <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, and, and, you know, they don't, a lot of them may not wear makeup, but 2021 is about giving back your knowledge and sharing that and trying to collaborate with your ideal customers. Yeah. It's not about how much makeup you got on, whether you worn the same dress three times, you know, what's, yep. what does your background look like? It's more yeah. about what are you giving me? The production value is not as important as the yeah. value of information. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, talking about authentic, I will bring in Mr. Grant, Tom there, your mate, <laughs> you know, uh, you know, I've listened to Grant's uh, podcast with you and a few others he's done. And, and that's what I'm talking about. If you get a chance, you know, and you listen to Grant's podcast, you'll see, He's very authentic. What he says is is exactly what he means. He's not trying to sugarcoat anything. He's not, you know, he's being very authentic and he's showing showcasing his knowledge in that subject matter. Definitely. You know, I mean, I I have a not just a client, a good friend now who's also coaching me in my business, which is he's actually changed our whole team because he talks about your unique advantage. And, that, and that's um, Justin Cooper. Justin Cooper runs Brand Purpose. Uh, yep. Justin's been on the podcast as well. Yep. Has been on the podcast. It's yes. just brilliant. You know, I, I I ask a lot of people to go and do his course. If you're lost, if you don't understand what it is you bring to market or you don't value yourself. We were a little bit all over the place. You know, we were like, as you were saying earlier, when you first started saying that the market is saturated with digital marketers, how do you distinguish one from the other? One of the things he, he spoke to me, which I didn't resonate with my team was, how do we stand out for other digital marketers? And the way we stand out is, is our story, is why we do what we do. And, you know, for us, as you'll see on our website there, you know, we, our mission is to tell your story to people who actually want to listen to it. Nice. And what I mean by that is, you know, our, our whole goal is you work hard in your business, then you need to tell, you know, it's not about what product you're selling or what service you're offering. It's about why do you do what you do? You know, and, and a lot of the, Luckily for us, a lot of the clients we deal with, and this is something I will share this with everybody. And I was going to wait till the end when you asked me the question of, you know, is there anything you got left to tell everybody? And that is work with people who have the same values as you do. This is something I've learned because we would work for everybody who needed help because that's just the way we build with givers. Mm -hmm. And what we realized is that, you know, you not only have to give, but you have to work with people who who appreciate what you bring to the table. And the way to get that is to understand what values they have. And if their values resonate with your values, I promise you, you will no longer have sleepless nights. And that's exactly that's exactly what Justin did for us. And it's been the best thing ever. We, we only work with people who have similar values to us. And it's been great. And just so you know, you know, if, if we find that there is a conflict in our values, we won't leave you lurch. We will actually send you to someone else who's within, because digital marketers know each other. We'll send you to someone we feel you would work well with. So we don't just leave you astray. Yep. And that is something that I do now for every onboarding call I do with my clients. Okay, it's a two-way stream. You know, I, you, may wanna, you may want to work with us, but we also need to know if we can work with you. So true. And it's more fun that way too, when you're working with people that have the same values oh, as you. Absolutely. Absolutely. And they understand, they understand, they appreciate. And, and, and something that I said earlier is that they, they will pay you what you're worth because yep. they realize the value you bring to them. So I mean, we work with a lot of clients who, you know, they, they question our value and question, you know, what we charge and we go that, you know, that's fine. We don't need to work with you, you know, yep because you, you, you can't see what we are bringing to the table then, which is not, not, a, not a wrong thing. It's just the fact that, you know, we don't align with you. So as, and this is a problem a lot of marketers will have is that when they actually go to start doing their campaigns, there'll be a lot of conflict. There'll be a lot of frustration. And one thing, you know, we've learned is why go through that for both parts for us, but for them as well. Mm -hmm. It's not fair on them, especially when they invested in us. So, so yes. True. So true. Awesome, Raz. Well, that's sensational. I mean, some great things for people to really, um, you know, look out for and make sure that they're, you know, on the right track. But in terms of some of the tools and um, products out there that you think are really going to make a difference this year, can you give us some some insight into those? Well, it's, it's interesting you say that, right? I um, I still think 
as I said to you earlier, data is very important. If you can get tools that give you the data, and here's the funny thing, a lot of the data is actually free. So, and if you don't know how to read it, there's a lot of products out there that'll help you read the data in easeability. So I always go, listen, the very first place, I'll go through the sales funnel again. You know, if you don't know who your customers are, that's the first thing you need to know is who's your customer. You've already got data. You've already got your Facebook insights information in there. And, you know, you've already got Google Analytics and these are free products that are out there. If you don't know how to put a pixel on your website or if you haven't put a pixel on your website, it's the very first thing you need to do for every website. Because sure, you can grab data from Google Analytics, which will tell you which country somebody came from, what whether they were male or female, what pages they spent their time on. But Facebook says, hey, you know what? Not only do I know that information, but I also know a little bit about that person. That's right. Do you want me to share that? You know, what the interests are, you know, whether, you know, where they are in their life and what they want to do in their life. This is information is just, it's free, but you'd be surprised how many people we come across who don't even know how to get that information, Mm -hmm. you know. So, so those are two tools I'll go through and they'll start, these are old school tools, right? Now, something I'm noticing now and, and happening in 2020, but I think 2021 is going to take a, a jump is your LinkedIn. A lot of people don't understand or they'll go in and say, I have a LinkedIn profile. Go spend, it's, two, it's only $250. Go spend the extra money on getting LinkedIn premium account. It's worth it. True. You'll find a lot of data. I mean, we spoke to... We speak to a lot of people who want to build up their profile on LinkedIn. We show them how to do it. And what we then show them is basically LinkedIn premium, how they can actually see some of the information that's not available to the simple person, you know, and there's so much more you can do on the back end LinkedIn. Now, if you want to take one step further, I'd recommend purchasing sales navigator, the LinkedIn product there from those guys that, I mean, the, the amount of data, and, and I think you'll find that there will be a big increase in the number of people using Sales Navigator now. It, it is a little bit pricey, but that data, if you're B2B, it's just, you, you can't get that. I mean, you're going to have to pay to get that anyway in the first place. So let's move down a little bit. Okay, so those are simple tools that are available right now. Now, one of the things I will say, suggest to you guys is that um, a lot of people, we spoke about Facebook ads, right? And again, I'm, I'm going to talk just quietly about this. Most of our clients we come to and they go, here's my Facebook password or username. Mm-hmm. We go, no, 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 no. Open up a Facebook business account. It's like a portal for your business, for your page, for your, your ads. And we just act on your behalf as an agency. Uh-huh. Because the last thing you want is somebody taking ownership of your Facebook page and then taking control and you not being able to do anything. Gotcha. So... Another tool, I think 2021, if, if you're in a business and you are, Facebook still is, I will share this with you. Facebook still is the cheapest way to get in front of the audience that you're looking for. I agree. Really. I agree with you. You, know, the, the, you can get in front of 13,000 people for $10 a day. You know, it's just a no brainer. Yep. So we go, don't give anybody control of what, what you own. Create a business hub account within Facebook. And that's easy. Just go to business.facebook.com, create your little portal, and then give us access or give other people access so that if they're not working out, you could just take access away immediately right. from there. Right, which is different okay. from setting up a business page. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, no, absolutely, absolutely. You're, you're actually going to give them exactly. So you have a personal Facebook page, but if you've got a business, you've got a business page. How do you give somebody access to the business page without giving them access to the personal is through Facebook oh, for Facebook business. business. Facebook for business portal. Right. Your portal, exactly. Business.facebook.com. So we go start there and you can control everything from there. Your pixel, your ads, your okay. audiences. And, and this is where a lot of people fail as well because they go in there and they will try and do it themselves. But there's a lot of changes that come on board. Mm. There's a lot of things that you need to do, such as verify your domain. You need to, you know, you're limited in terms of the, how you can capture the leads, you know, what events you can link to the leads and sell conversion leads themselves. Right. So there's a, a lot of areas where when people, a lot of people jump into this portal and they go, this is, I don't know where I am. I don't know what's going on. How do I set this up? Well, you know, you, you come and talk to Raz. Yeah. Raz the whole bit. <laughs> it's getting to the point now where you really have to go to experts for this kind of stuff because it's getting yeah. so complicated. And, and again, you can go and you can sit there, you can do your little courses that you pay for and, and try and figure this out yourself and waste a week. 
or just leave it to somebody else who's just like a mechanic who does it every day, understands what's going on under the hood yeah. and just continue running your business. You know, so it's just, it's no, it's again, it's a no brainer, but you'd be surprised how many people think they can do it. Awesome. Uh, we get a lot of clients who've tried it and they end up coming to us and saying, can you help us? And we're like, yeah. okay. Now, just moving to the sales funnel, another tool, like, you, you know, a lot of people I spoke earlier about lead magnet, you know, you, you got to entice people. Now, I'm not saying anything different here. If, you're, if you've done this before, you know Canva is just, it's a no-brainer. Yeah. Canva can do so much for you. And again, go spend the extra money and get Canva premium. Honestly, it's worth the money. It's not a lot of money. Go spend the money. You'll, and when you see these extra features, you'll be blown away. Yeah. And then, I mean, there's little things Canva does now. Like You can actually create Canva videos. Oh, you really? can, Take the Canva videos, put them into your ads. Wow. It's a, again no brainer. They and they give you the videos. They give you videos that are stock free as a part of the premium account. Oh, gotcha. You nice. know you can upload your own videos if, if they're concerned about it. And uh, yeah, it's a, you can simply create to the size and measurements of an ad, wow. and then download it and upload it straight in, and you're ready to go. It's, again, these are simple products that are out there, and you will see an explosion. Of, there's different versions of Canva. There's Canva, and now there's competitors out there, but we found Canva is still the easiest one um, to use without any complications. You I know? love Canva. Canva's the best. Now in 2021, you're going to see a lot more people like yourself. Uh, create a YouTube channel, okay? Because yes. as, as I said, video, sound now is on the top of the list for Google for search engines. Mm -hmm. And so, because a lot of people now jumping on their phones and they'll click on the microphone button and they'll ask a question. So go get ahead of the market and start setting up your own YouTube channel. Again, very easy to do, free to do, uh, and give it a name. Like give it a, a name that's unique to your business yeah. so that you can send people there and then, what we do, you, what you do is set up playlists as well. So you can have different playlists. Again, coming back to the customer, just the same way customer segmentation, you can have videos that are dedicated to that segmentation as well. So true. Okay. Yep. Yep. So now, you, now you're pretty much, you know who your audience is, you know how to get, you know, how to create something to entice them. You now know basically, um, you know, a place where you can put videos, you want to create videos as a part of your campaign. Now, the question people ask us is always comes back to, well, I want to edit the video. I didn't like the first uh, cut, you know, do I have to do the whole video again? Or sometimes a lot of our clients come to us and, and they have the video built and we go, listen, what you're missing is in the beginning of the video to talk a little bit about who you're trying to attract so that it's worth for them to listen to the video. And then in the end of the video, tell them what the next video is about so that they stick around for the next video. Nice, nice. So you need to create an editing feature in there to cut, you know, add these two extra sections on so that you're not wasting time recreating the whole video all over again. Yeah. So we'll throw it out there. I mean, I found we've used many products. Camtasia is probably still the best one out there. For Windows, if you're using Mac, iMovie is still an, an easy, it comes as a freebie on your Macs, yeah. no brainer. Camtasia, I think, is a, is a small price to pay for what it offers. And again, you create the video, you upload to your YouTube channel, then you link it to your landing page. Again, nice. no-brainer, very simple to do. Okay. Finally, the last thing I see a lot of people, you know, there's a, they say, well, I want to create that landing page. And a lot of people will jump onto ClickFunnels or they'll jump onto third-party products. We, most of our clients on our website business, they use WordPress. Mm -hmm. So we go, it's better to leave it in your WordPress than to take them somewhere else and trying to pick up analytics from there. And not just that, but the URL changes so that people are like, I'm leaving from your website to go to another website that I'm not familiar with, That's right. that you want me to do something and I don't trust you. So we use a, we use a product called Elementor. Elementor is like a, a, a framework that fits, a plugin that fits within your WordPress that allows you to create landing pages you know, landing pages, thank you pages, um, you know, all, all sorts of pages that you want. And they also come with existing templates pre-built and they're drag and drop, which means that you don't have to be a incredible um, uh, master at HTML to understand how to build a page. Yeah. 
Gotcha. Okay. We actually, we, we have workshops, we go through your landing page, explain to you what has to be on the landing page, how it has to flow, how it has to link to your ads. You know, there's gotta be, the, one of the things that you I always say to people is don't create any conflicts in people's mind. Because if something becomes too hard, I'm going to drop it. We're lazy. We are naturally lazy. If you well, ask me to calculate, these days, especially these yeah. days with all the noise out there, we know That's, we want yeah, convenience. Yeah, yeah. We want we want it now. We want to understand it. Otherwise, we move on to the next one. Exactly, spot on, spot on, and then that's. That's why I say to a lot of people, you know, we go through this process, explain to you what's on the landing page, explaining to you how it has to link to your ads so that there is no conflict. When I come off an ad and I see an image in the ad, I should see the image in the banner of my landing page. Mm -hmm. It's no brainer because then I know I haven't gone from one place to another. I've gone to the same place just with a bit more information. Love it. Love it. No brainer again. Yeah. Right. Okay. So we, we go through that and we have a lot of clients. One of the things we do and I believe in is that, you know, I know you don't have a lot of time to do this yourself, but part of our package, we will show you what we do so that you're not relying on us down the track. So if something happens, you know how to do it yourself. Most of our clients, when we get them onto Elementor, we show them what a landing page is. We show them how to duplicate the pages for different for different avatars and different you know services. They then feel like they can do it themselves. You know, so we have clients there who just go, listen, you know, I know exactly what to do. I'll do it not a big deal. Okay. So it's one, it's part of our package. We do that for you. We show you, we're happy to do it, but also same token. It'd be nice if down the track, you might say, listen, I've got a bit of time on my hands. I might do it myself, you know, right. and that's, and that's the beauty of a, creating a scalable business where you can take something and duplicate it. Yep. Okay. Sensational. All right. So one of the, the last thing I'll talk about is what's called a return path. How do I, how do I hold on to the clients? How do I bring the clients back? You know, as I said earlier, and I spoke about shiny object syndrome, you know, it's great. You know, Darren, I talk to you and I think you're great. Love what you do. I need your services. I need your social media services that you offer. And then tomorrow I'll meet someone else and I go, oh, listen, you know, I've watched you on YouTube. It's great. I need your services. And I've forgotten about Darren. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so one of the things we recommend is having some form of an email marketing campaign I spoke about earlier. Now we've used all different products. We use MailChimp, we use Drip, MailerLite. Um, you know, there, there are a dime a dozen out there. The best one we found is ActiveCampaign. And the reason we do ActiveCampaign is a couple of reasons. One is that they give you all the features without you having to upgrade anything. Mm -hmm. The second is they create what's called, it, it, it allows you to create an automation, not just part of your marketing campaigns, but part of your business, you can create an automation. So give you an example as a case study, if you need a case study, um, AI accounting, that it's a no brainer that they know the dates when the bass is the due. Yeah. And so, you know, what one of the things they do is they've already got a CRM system, active campaigns already got a CRM system built in. They then send out an email to those people to say, and the personalized email, the personalized say, hey, John, just to let you know the bass is due, we are here for you if you need anything. Now, John goes, that's really nice of you to let me know and to keep me in your mind and send me a personal message to let me know that, you know, I need to be aware of these things. Now, here's where active campaign is really interesting is what do we love about it is let's say you're not in a business. Let's say you're, you work for someone and therefore you, you get your taxes done. So what we do is the very first thing that we do is we check, we go, are you an individual or are you a business? We've tagged you in the CRM. And so if you're an individual, we take you on a different journey. Hey, Hey, Sally, just to let you know, as a nurse, these are things, you know, you can deduct because at the end of the financial year is coming out. We thought we'd let you know early in case you're going to get receipts for this over Christmas or whatever might be the case. So you've taken someone on a different, different journey to a business owner, to somebody who's incorporated, to a, you know, a partner, partnership. And each one of them now feels like they're special. And so in 2021, it is about you making me feel special on a personal level. Nice. Because... I can get what you're offering anywhere. I've got a 40 accountants right down the road from my house, mm -hmm. but you're the only one who cares enough to send me an email and ask me questions or let me know what's going on and make yourself available to me. Now, here's the best part. Icing on the cake. You as an owner don't need to do anything, nothing. You automate the process. We, you know, Either you give it to us or we show you how to do it. You automate the process. Three days aside, automate for the whole year, step away. 
you never have to worry about it again. So that's what I'm going to see in 2021. I'm expecting that these, all these tools I've spoken about have been around for a long time, right? There's nothing new here. I mean, I can go into some of the newer products. I can go into, you know, the clubhouse products, the, the podcasting equipment. I can go through all this. But what I'm going to say is these are the products are a bare necessity for 2021. Nice. Okay. They will drive your business to success and give you more time to actually do what you like doing, which is the whole reason you got into your own business. Fantastic. You know? And and this is something I'll end, I'll end it here. This is something I say to a lot of people. If you enjoy what you're doing, why do you want to mess around with something that I enjoy doing? <laughs> so if I enjoy digital marketing, give it to me. I enjoy it. And you stick to what you enjoy, which is selling or, you know, uh, working your business and so dealing with clients, you know, it, it, so yeah. So there you go. hundred percent. I agree with you. And so Raz, first of all, I just want to say thank you so much. I feel like I've done a masterclass <laughs> in digital marketing. <laughs> Sensational. I mean, we've gone through all the trends, up and coming trends that are going to be so important for this year, things people are, can tend to do wrong or fall into the trap of not understanding yeah. and also yeah. some of the great tools that are out there some of them are new and some of them quite old as well so really yeah. appreciate you know all that great insight because i think anybody who really wants to just have a recap of what's going to be relevant this year for digital marketing this is a fantastic episode for them to listen to because you've really gone into some detail and it's been incredible thanks john thank, thank you and i appreciate that awesome but before yeah. we finish up i want to make sure that everybody can find you so tell us how everybody can find Raz and the fusion brand <laughs> well, you know what, you can actually go, as it, as it says back on the wall there, thefusionbrand.com. You can actually type in chat, C-H-A-T dot thefusionbrand.com. Just send me an invitation booking. And I'll, listen, I'm happy to help any business owner because here's the thing. You know me, Darren, like from the experiences that I've got and the knowledge that I have, I have been in business, you know, having my own accounting practice and understanding what's involved as a practice owner mm -hmm. and what you got to deal with. I understand how the business runs and being on both sides of the coin too, being on the other side of the desk, being on the other side of the lawyer desk, being, being on the side of actually, you know, writing a product for a startup yep. and then being on the other side. Now we're actually working for the startup to help them promote their business. That's where our, my power comes from. And that's where most of my team members, the same thing that we've been in this industry, we've been consultants. So we know what the consultant goes through. We know what the consultant has to deal with. And being on the other side, hiring consultants, we know what the businesses are looking for. Yeah, you know, it's, 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 again, why would you go with, to someone who's new when you can go to someone who's been doing this for 15 plus yeah. years? Sensational. And all I must <laughs> say is Raz is definitely extremely passionate about what he oh. does. <laughs> and and if anything i'm passionate about helping you succeed honestly and like any business owner it, people don't understand you know it takes okay, if i can say this without being you know bad it takes balls to get into your own business it yeah. takes guts yeah okay and and don't do not do not downplay that you've been able to do what 75 percent of the people are not able to do and that is start your own business so if i can help you get there faster and get to the end goal that you want to reach, please call out to me. Sensational. Well, uh, everybody out there, I'll make sure I put all those links and, uh, you know, the link to the chat and the website and LinkedIn and Facebook and everything else um, <laughs> on the uh, notes for the podcast so everybody can find Raz. And Raz, man, thanks again. It's been a sensational episode. I feel like we've done a super episode. <laughs> but, you know, I always crazy. listen. I I always love talking to you, Darren. And like, I mean, I listen to all, a lot of the YouTubes and the podcasts that you've done there, and it's just fantastic. Some of the talents that you've got on your show is incredible. I mean, oh, if, thanks, honestly, if people need, you know, I don't, I would tell people now, go listen to some of your podcasts because those people that you've had on your podcast, they share so much information that, you know, you, you don't need to do anything. Yet. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's great. That's why I love podcasting because it's almost like, I'm getting a little masterclass every time I do a show <laughs> with someone that's been an expert in their field for the last 20 years. So it's, I learn yeah. so much every time I do it. I just think it's and, and, and I learn the same every time I listen to those podcasts yeah. of yours. So thank you. And thank you for the opportunity. I really appreciate that. Uh, my pleasure. Now, anything you want to leave us with before we finish? No, I, I will leave you again. I will reiterate what I said earlier to every business owner. Listen, if you can first understand what your values are, 
and align them with the people you are, um, you know, you are going to go in business with, your life will be so much easier. Yeah, makes perfect sense. You know, you will sleep better. You won't be getting up like I used to get up with stress. <laughs> <laughs> so true, so true. And it's, it's so logical when you think about it. But in business, we tend to be uh, dragged Revenue in a million driven. directions. Yeah. Without, yeah, we, you know, it comes with age as well because we we think we know it all. But if you can learn anything from an old guy like me, I'm saying to you, <laughs> learn work with people who appreciate what you do because you do bring something that is unique to the world. So true. Appreciate that. Yeah. Perfect. Well, what a great way to finish, Raz. I really appreciate it. All the audience out there, thank you so much for being so loyal to the show for the first 150 episodes, and we're going to do many more for Darren. you. Congratulations. And Grant, I'll see you at 200. <laughs> and a big plug for Grant Tom. He's also been on the show a few times as well. So guys, have a great one. We'll see you very, very soon for another episode. And Raz, thank you again. That was sensational. Bye thank for now. Thank you so much, Aaron. Thank you.